This week's podcast brought to you in part by MacMall.com, your number one Apple superstore. Check out their daily deals on iPads, MacBook Pros, and the fourth generation iPod Touch by clicking on the MacMall.com link on WhatDoTheySaid.com. Please. Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Doug from Hoobastank. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. This is Zandy Aris from the Dr. Phil Show. If you're not listening to What Duvet Said, then you're functionally retarded. Hello, I'm Tommy Lee. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi. And I'm Richie Sambor. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner of The Apprentice. Hello, I'm Phil Collins. Hey, this is Lindsay Lohan. This is Alec Baldwin. Hi, this is Alicia Witt, and you're listening to What Duvet Said. Did you hear... Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? What do they say? Now you get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast. Of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest, found at whatduvetsaid.com. I am your host, Jason DeBlissey, coming at you from Duvet Studio South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is the man who doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. He's got a log. Your host, Robert Bob Duvet, coming to you from San Francisco, California, in North Beach, picturesque and often toured district. Where here, we just do it like it needs to get done, and we don't worry about how that has to look and get done. Oh, I don't know, Jason. Wow, you sound exhausted, Rob. Oh, man. I'm not exhausted, per se. I'm just... I'm fatigued. How's that? I understand. I'm fatigued myself. Uh, you know, wait a minute. Is North Beach is the home of the uh, O'Farrell brothers, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's a little bit uh, further away. North Beach is home to uh, several chained strip clubs. I think uh, they're all, you know this uh, chain, this Centerfolds. I know this chain? <laughs> I'm not pulling your chain, man. Centerfolds is like a nationwide strip chain. And in North oh, okay. Beach, there's about like, I don't know, seven or eight strip clubs on Broadway right down the street from me. And they're all owned by one chain. Whereas back in the day, they were owned by like small mom and pop, you know, little, I guess we call them mafia, mafia families. Oh, okay. Sure. We could call them that. <laughs> yes. Now they're owned by one corporate entity um, who, uh, you know, does them all across the country. Wow. It's really kind of sad how the mafia isn't allowed to be around anymore. You know, the once great Vegas owned by the mob and mm -hmm. your local mom and pop strip club just you know all a corporation yeah. now especially in a, in a neighborhood that i live in which is so you know identified with little italy and being italian it's really sad not to have a good mob presence here yeah you don't have shakedowns you don't have tributes no tributes have, dude <laughs> no, no tributes um but wait a minute isn't the wasn't the the Carol Dota Club right down there in the corner, the one where the guy was uh, going down on the woman on the piano that got raised to the ceiling, and then he yes. suffocated in her. wasn't Wasn't that an, an O'Farrell Brothers strip club or no? No, no, that was uh, the, that was the Condor Club. Yeah, that's the Condor. Yeah. It's right down the street, but they didn't own that. You know, no, the O'Farrell Brothers own one club called the O'Farrell Theater, and it's actually on O'Farrell Street and like uh, Polk. And so it's some distance to what some distance away. 
I saw Marilyn Chambers there when I was a young kid, though. May she rest oh. in peace. Yeah, God bless her. I, I only asked because uh, flipping through channels last night, uh, stumbled across a a movie on them starring Charlie Sheen and Emilio oh, Estevez. Oh, yes. I've seen that one, yeah. Well, it was, you know, in the in light of Charlie Sheen's current zeitgeist, it was really yes. interesting <laughs> to see him with the, you know, the bald cap on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being the, being that. Anyway, just for yeah. that, that's, I, I, if I'd watched the movie more closely, it was hard to see because the station that it was on was all pixelated. It wasn't coming in very strongly. So, ooh, that's how I used to watch TV as a youth. When I was yeah. trying to get the pixelated porn channels, you know? Right. Yeah. It wasn't nearly that that interesting. It was the new age of pixelation where it was all sort of boxes. It wasn't nearly as uh, fun as the kind of wavy lines that we used to get on Showtime. Yes. So, or Cinemax or yes, whatever. Sir. Or the porn channels. Speaking of wavy lines, we'd love for you to wave at us. And you can do so electronically by an e-wave, what we call an electronic mail. You can send it to us <laughs> by putting two... What do they said at gmail.com or as always you can find us on Facebook. We love the support that we get on Facebook because you know what else is there? Just search for yeah. what do they said in your little search engine there on Facebook or Facebook. Boy. See this is what happens when I'm up late at night flipping through channels. I, I can't speak any longer. Or like your professionalism is compromised. I know. I'm falling apart at the seams. Uh, or you can call us. You can give us a phone call. You know the phone number, don't you, Rob? I believe I do, and I like to use my sexy voice when I read it to you, listeners. 415-937-0445. That number is live, and it's 415-937-0445. Hollaback operators are standing by. (laughs) Hey, you know, I have one other little bit of news that I think is kind of interesting. You know, I live up here in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California, as I said. Tell me of this Hollywood Hills of California, Jason. Well, I hear it you, often. You may have uh, well, yeah, I'm up in an area called Beachwood Canyon, which is just at the feet of the Hollywood sign. Um, okay. And I'm my street on which I live is got a the way you turn onto the street, there's a, a wide breadth of of stretch. It's kind of hard for me mm. to describe, but it's not just a hard right. There's a there's a big a wide area because of the way the hill goes uh the street just kind of angles and curves in a way that the mouth of the street is gaping open like the nile delta so it's a good place for uh tour buses to turn around or people to illegally park their cars and run out in the middle of the street and take a picture of the hollywood sign ah um but you may recall uh, one or two weeks ago, I was describing on this very podcast how when I walk down the steps of my home, uh, I can see into my neighbor's house. And, uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I like where this story's going. Well, I didn't see my neighbor uh, last night, but on returning from walking my dog, I did see not a famous actor, but an established actor <laughs> getting out of his truck. Uh, there in the driveway of my neighbor's house, walking up and knocking on the door. Hey, Sam said, Neil. Hey, how it you was doing? Sam Neil. No, it wasn't. I said, does it does it matter if I say who it is? Does anyone know? Does it, would anyone care who it is? I care deeply. I think I think our listeners care. I can right, see them. Was... They're actually trying to get a uh, a look into the old kitchen here to see see who we have on as a guest today. So they, they do care. 
Oh, we still have to get to that portion of the show. We're all over the place today. But in any event, it yeah. was actor Dennis Haysbert. Do you know who Dennis Haysbert is? Oh, man. No, you lost me. <laughs> yeah. He played the president on a show called 24, and he's currently the sort of... He, he, I think he's on all state commercials or state farm. Is he, is, he, is he black? Yes. He's a very soothing black man uh, who speaks... Yes, I know who he is now. Okay, okay. Because, you know... Uh, for every movie, I think, done within the last, oh, 10 years, the president has been black. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, or I have noticed that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's but a, never it was... a black woman. No, we're not ready for that. What are you kidding? <laughs> uh, in any event, he got out of the car and knocked on the door, and she works in movies, so I didn't think that was all that unusual until I got up to walk my dog at uh, 7 o'clock this morning, and the truck was still mm. in the driveway. Really? What are you saying? Are you saying the president's having a little sleepover? <laughs> POTUS unaccounted for? Uh, oh. Maybe. Or maybe, you know, they carpooled somewhere else, you know, and she drove. Maybe it's, maybe it's uh, you know, it's happening in real time in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I can tell you his truck isn't in the driveway right now, but nor is her car. And additionally, her car wasn't there last night either. And she often has guests who are in town she has people stay at her house so maybe there wasn't hanky panky going on i just thought it was interesting that that happened i think there's foul play oh you think you think he's actually a cleaner in real life he showed up to mop the scene <laughs> yes i would say my money's on foul play <laughs> okay good <laughs> great well, if his truck was still here, I'd go knock on the door and see if I could suss things out. Maybe have him on as a guest to talk about his murder spree. <laughs> yeah, why don't you get him? Oh, that would be great because one of my dreams for this show is to get not only a, you know, a, a person who's an actor, but also yeah. say somebody who's like in a position of power like a president and then a, a uh, psychopath. Oh, then that would be a serial killer. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a, a, a you know three and one if we talked to. Well, and, and if that person could be a woman, then we've broken all all the uh, television guests getting barriers. Yeah. Wow. I, I you get imagine a black woman who plays president and is also moonlighting as a crazed serial killer. I sense a new show on the WDS network. Reba. <laughs> you know it would be Good great work. though. If you know what would be great about a murder happening in my neighbor's house, too, what, Jason, tell me. <laughs> is that there was a suicide two doors up from me, uh, and there's a yeah. You, again, to harken back to our faithful listeners who pay close attention to our our conversations, uh, mm -hmm. tour buses. There's a, a a tour bus called the Dearly oh. Departed Tour Bus. Yes, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, drives up and down my block and checks out Pete Duell's house two doors up. So it would be an extra bonus stop on the street. They could just stop here and then stop two doors up and more bang for your buck, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, it's really going to put the Hollywood Hills on the map if this stuff keeps up. Yeah, seriously, things are going to start happening for me now. <laughs> Everything's coming up, roses. <laughs> well, do we have any guests this week? Anybody on the Green Wall? We do not. We have nobody lingering by the Green Wall. Galvin is MIA. Uh, it's just you and I today, Jace. Okay, so we do we have any swag bags to give out? Anything? You sound dis you sound disappointed. For usually, when I say we have guests, you 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 seem kind of like you know you're disbelieving. And now when I say 
we don't have guests. You seem disbelieving. Yeah, I just live in a, a constant state of disbelief. <laughs> it's just my MO. <laughs> well, I'm pre angry. No, uh, oh, we, didn't, we didn't beg any guests because we have guests coming up. And so, uh, and so we, we've been working on a lot of things, but we're, it's scheduling. It's a lot of Reba's always kind of uh, it, it running around here with, you know, in a tizzy because she has to rework everything. And uh, us being the talent, we don't have to concern ourselves with these things. Yeah, exactly. I do know we have an exciting guest lined up for a couple weeks from now, but we're also working on getting kind of restructuring this whole yeah. podcast thing, aren't we? A reorg. Yeah. Guy. But anyway, so yeah, so it's going to be a, a more of a variety show. You know, there's going to be a lot of variety there. So I think it'll be exciting. Yes. Chat, wackiness, hijinks are our, our, our segments. Uh, and I believe also we're going to be having some exclusive live performances by fans. Isn't that part of the mm -hmm. excitement of it? That is a, that's part of the allure. Okay. That and the guma. Well, hopefully with all of that, we'll still have time for news. We will, because who doesn't like the news with you, Jason? So do we? I, 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 you know, I jumped right into that without even knowing if we're yeah. part, if we're doing our restructuring or not. Are we, are we still gonna keep the news every week? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think we're gonna keep the news. But you know what? Let's uh, let's let's try a new twist on the news. Oh, I like new yeah. twists. A half Bugsy. gainer, maybe. Let's throw a half gainer into the news segment. <laughs> okay, great. What is this new twist? I'm intrigued. Well, you know, you living in Los Angeles and myself living in San Francisco, mm -hmm. we should be fairly comfortable with, uh, you know, the what, what comes out of our cities, right? So we should be able to tell just by, say, a headline or a bit of a news story which part of our state this that this uh, news story come from? Oh, okay, I see. So you're saying there's kind of a differentiation between Northern and Southern California that things that happen in Northern California aren't necessarily the things that happen in Southern California. They're kind of like two different states. I would say yes. I'd say you're the red state and we're the blue state. Let me uh, give uh, give you a news story. Huh? Okay, so huh? I'm to guess. Huh? Am I to guess if this happens in Northern California or Southern California? Yes. Okay. Exactly. This is going to require new theme music. So, listener Alan, we need you to get on that. Yeah. Because we don't have anything. It's going to require, yeah. Let's it's going to require a... a title, too. All right. Well, this is part of the kinks we're working out during uh, live on air here. So, thanks for bearing I with us. I was thinking people. maybe from, from, from the Golden Gate to the Golden Globes. Okay. That seems about right. Eh. Maybe. Working title. Okay. It's a working title. Okay. Well, give me some. Are you ready? News without any music. <laughs> All right. Here's the title to the story. Yeah. I'm going to leave out anything that references the city. Okay. Apparent gang-related shooting kills bicyclists. Uh, and I'm supposed to guess if this happens in San Francisco or Los Angeles. Yeah. Here, I'll read you some. Uh... No, I, I have a guess already. Do I oh, need to hear that? more? I think this one's an easy one. I think you've given me a gimme. This has to be Los Angeles. Gangs? Shootings? Yes, it is. You're a winner. Okay. Tell him what he won, Reba. <laughs> what? Uh... Yeah, no, this did happen in LA. Um, you know what I like about The most interesting thing about it isn't that 
there was a gang shooting in LA because I'd imagine it's fairly common. And to be honest with you, we have our gangs up here for sure. You do? We got the, uh, we're really big on the, the uh, uh, Hispanic gangs, the Norteños. Oh. And the Sorueños. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, but well, that's good. This one is great because it came from CBS LA. Uh-huh. And I love it because apparently this happens so often that they have like a picture to go along with the um, the story. And it's like a picture of a guy wearing all, you know, he's got a mask over his face and a blue do-rag on. And he's firing the gun like, you know, gangsters fire it like sideways. <laughs> right. Oh, I see. Which You're... is the only way to fire a gun really and in, in, in the best way to break your wrist, I would imagine. Um and yeah, and it says gangs, and it's got this crazy font, and there's a, like a thumbprint behind it for like you know being booked, and it's nice because it happens so often that there's a whole section of I guess gang stories. So I'm confused a little Hollywood bit woman. about this new yes. segment. Uh, are we? Still... Oh, because it's funny. We were. We, this is the. We're just. We're, we're just t- turning the uh, the screw like a half a turn. We're, we're working on this. This is a uh, right. But are we going to call this a disaster? <laughs> Are we going to call this a or not a, you know? To be determined. To be determined. Okay. Well, so let's just throw in this just so we get it in yeah. this podcast. I know people like Get everybody like that. that's involved in the network together and we'll do a, uh, a rock, paper, scissors. All right, All Chase. Right. Yep. I'm going I'm to read you this story. Fuck it. This happened in San Francisco. San Francisco okay. man who led cops on wild chase through San Mateo pleads not guilty. Now, the funny thing about this... I think this happened in is, San Francisco. <laughs> you're a winner. Uh, the funny thing about this is the San Francisco speed freak who allegedly led a terror ride with cops on the peninsula last week pleaded not guilty to reckless driving charges. Now, allegedly led cops on a terror ride. He either did or he didn't. Yeah, I know. But that's that whole and, legal system thing. And, and if he did all these things that they're saying in here where he was like, you know, recklessly evading people from uh, Oakland all the way to San Francisco and ended up in San Mateo and um, jumped out of his car and ran away, screaming, his car screaming down El Camino on the wrong side of the street. This either happened or it didn't. And if it did, how do you plead not guilty? Explain to me how our justice system works. I couldn't even begin to explain to you how the justice system works. But I, I, I'm pretty sure that there's a <laughs> loophole for everything, that you can you can plead not guilty. And I think the plea of not guilty, from my experience in court, is you, 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 you mm-hmm. go before a judge and you have to enter a plea, and then the the judge hits his hammer and says, okay, your date for your hearing is two months from now. So if you enter a plea of not guilty, you've got two months to concoct your story as to why you're not guilty uh, of doing this thing that everybody is already claiming and saying that you did. I think the thing about not guilty is not that you didn't do the crime, but your excuse Mm -hmm. for doing the crime outweighs the crime, the criminality of it. Oh, yeah, I'm not buying that. Well, you'd make a lousy defense attorney. (laughs) <laughs> that is a true story no i mean it's just like i feel like we waste so much money in this country on stupid shit you know clearly and this would fall into the state you know if you're driving around like a freaking maniac you're guilty of something 
<laughs> well, you might, but is it a crime? That's the thing. That's where the legal system comes in. You, you, it has to be actually against the law. You know, you have to do something criminal in order for it to be a crime. I think that's why those two words have such similar beginnings. Oh, I don't know, man. I just, it just feels like it would just be so much easier if we can just have the kangaroo court hop on in and make, you know, get, make a ruling, much like the shocker, not shocker. Yeah. And then done. It's done. Processed, fini. Right. Well, you know, that's always good for, for you as an outsider talking about other people. But when it comes to you, Rob. Yes, I know. You know I know. You would want to give your excuses. You'd me. say, look, I had to. I had a pregnant, you know, sea turtle in the back of my car and I had to get him from Oakland to San Mateo because San Mateo is the natural breeding ground of this endangered turtle. And you don't understand. That's why I'm doing it. It's all ecological because the planet is dying. Man, isn't that the way you San Franciscans speak? <laughs> I think it's just so much easier to get mobbed up, personally. Yeah, right. Exactly. Let them, let them take care of it for you. Uh, well, yeah. And I don't think the, you know, not, not to knock the Latino gangs. I think they're doing a bang-up job, and I'm sure they're very familial as well. But they, they don't really have their finger on the pulse of, of racketeering, you know? I think that's what's missing. No. No, I think it's like, yeah, it's, it's more of a, it's a less evolved form. Well, you know, I watch a lot of that locked up raw. Yeah. They, they seem to have their stuff together. They run everything from prison. I love that. Yeah. I think that's a pretty cool thing. <laughs> Isn't it? It's great. Like, like prison is like the, the headquarters for crime. And then they literally do run their whole operation from, you know, maximum security cells. Sometimes... In the like solitary confinement is where you will find the CEO of the criminal network. Maybe they actually are more evolved than the classical mafia then because I'm just unaware of how, how, how involved they are. You know, they're not showboating with, uh -oh. their, uh, with their fancy cars and their bling, right? They, they don't. In their silk, in their silk suits, in their ready-made whores. <laughs> right. <laughs> and their <and> crooners. <laughs> Oh shit! Anyway, hey, that's uh, that that news segment, folks, is just gonna get uh, only can get better, really. Yeah, I think we need to do a little work on it. I don't think it works as a quiz because I think it's a little too obvious the the difference between yeah. Los Angeles and LA. So I think we need to evolve it back into the uh, or not and work on yeah. it a little bit yeah. there. So that was good, good trial run, yeah. though. You know, we'll, we'll finesse it. We'll finesse it. We'll romance it. <laughs> I'm romancing the news. <laughs> I listened to that song in its entirety the other day. Did you really? Romancing the Stone? Yeah. Well, I, I, I got this new battery. <laughs> I think I, you know, I told you I got this new battery for my iPod. Yeah. And I just, you know, in order to make sure it works, I have to do various tests on it. I, I skip through songs. I let it play through songs entirely. Mm -hmm. So I let it, I listened in shuffle. I heard the entire song Romancing the Stone and the entire song The Camera Eye by Rush, which I haven't heard in 25 oh, years. Oh, yeah. Love. That's one of my favorite songs by Rush, by the way. It's a great song. And I, I don't think I've listened to it since yeah. high school, but. But, and I was like, wow, this song goes on forever. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like a 10-minute song. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's 10 and change or maybe 12 and change. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of like, like this show. Yeah, <laughs> this show, 12 and change. 
Fortunately, we have all sorts of television programs to speak about this week. Where do we begin? Why don't we go in chronological order? I'm going to ask and answer my question simultaneously. And since the music's already playing, what did you think of The Amazing Race this week, Rob? I am exhausted. I think I pulled a muscle watching The Amazing Race this week. Really? Now, let me ask you this, because we were flirting with the idea of, of actually auditioning for The Amazing Race, and I know we still haven't filled yes. out our, our forms. Um, no, no, because we're chronically lazy as well. Yeah, I don't know what the deadline is on that, so we might want to get on that. But if you and I were on the race, Rob, and we mm, opened yes. the clue, and the choices yes. were uh, long couch trip or quick easy meal, and you read yes. the two choices, what would be your, your choice? Well, I personally love schnitzel. <laughs> you do? <laughs> and uh, and I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know, lifting lifting a couch and walking it through the streets ended up being the, the right call. I can see why people were fooled into thinking it was going to be easier just to eat something, you know, in a short amount of time. But uh, it ended up being impossible. I looked at that plate of food, and I, I'm a notoriously sl slow eater, too, personally. Oh, uh, see, I'm a notoriously fast eater. I was just having... Uh... Um, lunch with my friend the other day with the fellow who I was editing the video with. He uh, uh -huh. made lunch. He's 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 quite the foodie, you know. He's really into yes. his food. And I thought he said, "Well, I'll, I'll go through some lunch together." I said, "Okay." Twenty minutes later, he's <laughs> he says, "Okay, I got some food for us." And I went, "Okay, great." And we sat and we talked and I ate and I finished and I looked over and he'd eaten like a quarter of his food already because he enjoys eating wow. and I just eat to get you know to have sustenance and uh yeah i i enjoy eating so it would have been and actually the food looked pretty good um that they put in front of him so i that would have been a bad one for me so i i don't mind lifting the heavy things and walking a mile i walk a mile like every day i have to walk a mile uphill probably every day of my life just because of the topography of where i live it's there's hills everywhere yeah me too hills everywhere and i was surprised at how many people didn't utilize the dolly that was provided on yeah. this couch that they were supposed to move through yeah, town. Yeah, that could have that, that been very handy. Yeah, I don't know. People are... I like how the Globetrotter just fucking, at one point, just threw it up over his shoulder. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Like a fireman's carry, this couch. That yeah, exactly. He just threw his couch and he's like, enough. Let's get this thing up the damn hill. But how um, much did you want to strangle yeah. Kent through that entire ordeal? Oh, I just want to strangle Kent, man. Ugh. And she said at one point, which I've been thinking, she's like, I really need you to be the man here yeah. and, you know, stop whining about things. And just she basically just told him the to man up. Yeah. To and up. I just felt I felt so badly for her because I think if this is any sort of uh indication of you know the the reality of their relationship it it's that she clearly is wearing the 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 pants yeah well she in wears the relationship i'll be a pink yeah yeah she wears the pants and the bull ring through her nose in that relationship yes yeah he's just so annoying oh he's just like i have nothing against people that want to get into whatever you know scene or lifestyle that they're interested in it's just like when they're just so fucking wimpy about it it bothers me yeah he's a bitch yeah totally is yeah well we, can we, we get him on the show can we get him as a guest on the show <laughs> yeah let's call them up get them on uh but uh you know i know your good god girl went home so i know that was a, a sad day for you 
yeah all right fair what enough happened? yeah is, are we done are we done talking about the race then yeah man i you know i i'm the other thing i'm looking forward to folks in the new format is we're gonna have more actual guests on <laughs> and, and less less of the less of the actual talking about the TV shows because to be honest with you, my interest is starting to wane in uh, a lot of these TV shows. The formats are just the same. Well, you know, yeah. I can't discern one from the other. Well, you know, we decided to start this podcast because you and I would talk on the phone every week, and inevitably we would talk about the shows that we were enjoying watching, and we would say, "Oh my God, did you watch yeah. the race this week? Wasn't it great when this happened? When that happened?" Uh, and it was organically part of our conversation. And now we're talking yeah. about the race because we talk about the race on the show each week, and I'm, I'm yeah, not as excited. Like job. About it. Yeah, I'm not as excited about it. You know, even last night's Survivor wasn't particularly yes. exciting to me um, because the the and I don't think it was a particularly exciting episode to even the people who were producing and writing it because they stretched out that whole Philip uh, Richard Pryor thing uh, for the, the entire episode, which is just maddening. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, so I know we're doing a show here and, and, you know, we could probably get into the whole Philip, you know, pulling the race card out and, and the whole, you know, it was a teachable moment, I guess, at the tribal council. And I, I just, I mean, I'm so exhausted by the whole thing that it's just kind of like, it's, I, he's ridiculous I'm just I'm sorry Jace I just I'm I'm just over the whole survivorness of it all um I'm sorry Jeff I know you're doing the best with what you can but it's just like the guy Philip is calling uh what's his name Steve a racist because he called him crazy and he's fucking crazy yeah he's crazy yeah yeah well and, and I don't so think he is crazy though because did you see the part when he had his he was sitting on the beach and talking one-on-one -on -one with the camera and he was talking about how black boys uh, uh lose it and start shooting people and he totally he totally broke and started laughing in the middle of saying it and then went back to being serious philip he's totally putting oh. on an act i think he's completely putting on an act uh and yeah so then you know what what the none of, what difference does it make you know he's putting on this act and then it's it's just I don't know. It's just stupid. And the guy played in the NFL for freaking 15 years, you know, and and I just don't was, you know, it sucks for him that all of a sudden he's being kind of his his, you know, prejudices are being, you know, like he's being accused of being prejudiced. Ah, I don't even want to talk about it. Let's just get to the make it or break it and chum for the tank. All right. Very good. And we do have to visit the mail sack this week because we decided to do oh that. yeah the mail sack too so i thought it was a great episode of make it or break it this week it was uh, actually it was probably the best episode of make it or break it are we gonna by the way are we when we do this new format are we gonna switch the time the the, the day in which we deliver i don't know it all depends on what either. our benevolent overlords tell us to do i know i know i can't wait i might i haven't heard back from the benevolent overlords which always makes me nervous well, don't be nervous. They're they're busy and they're on board with us, and we'll we'll give them product, and it'll be awesome. And you know, chill, dude. Yeah, chill. Don't get. It all, won't be uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't get all uh, Kaylee Cruz on me. Oh man! All right, so yeah, let's talk about make it or break it. First of all, very exciting having Holly on the show last week for a very uh, enlightening interview. I think. Yes, that was very exciting. She was. Uh, 
it was cool to hear the the excitement that she has doing the show and how she drives the story and is really hands-on so that was that was good and insightful and hopefully we got a lot of people watching the show last week so that they know what we're talking about this week when we talk about yeah, yeah. Uh, kaylee singing huh kaylee and damon singing with one another oh my god <laughs> just the <laughs> it's just the um i don't know but it, do kids really wish on falling stars no, no, not on falling stars. Fallen stars. That's what she wishes on. Not even a star that's falling. It's one that's already hit the ground. A fallen star. Oh, that was really? Lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I don't know. It, personally, if if I was to go see Damon and his set was that, you know, plus every other song they've ever shown him play is like a complete and total like weepy ballad. I would just, I would seriously put a gun in my mouth. Well, but don't you know that guy? Haven't you had that experience? I remember being in college yes. and going to see people play at Kirkoff Coffee House, which was uh-huh. the, the place to people go. And just one guy after another with his acoustic guitar singing his second fret capo tuned uh, love ballads. And then playing, you know, the obligatory Wish You Were Here or Comfortably Numb, you know, throwing that in as yeah. well. Yeah. don't. That's who Damon is. Yeah. There is a definite ring in Dante's Inferno for that. <laughs> um, but I think the what what the sneaky part of this episode was is that they're they're trying to set up a romantic triangle between Emily, Damon, and Kaylee, and I just don't see it happening. I don't think Emily and uh, or uh, Damon and Kaylee are are having any romance at all. I know. Well, there definitely sparks weren't shooting off the screen in their scenes together. But uh, did uh, somebody named Robert Bob Duvet make a call? Oh, about I don't know, three or four weeks ago, maybe. I don't know. Did someone named Robert Bob Duvet make a call? What call was that? <laughs> I told you, M's up the pole, man. No, Braggers. no, 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 no. See, I think you're wrong about that. I don't think Emily's pregnant. I don't think that's going anywhere. First oh, of all, my. I'm so right. She. First of all. She's always wearing sweatshirts or have a big computer screen in front of her or she's wearing enormous bathrobes. And then when she was at the, uh, the thing, they, sh- they shoot her from like, like, you know, the chest up. And in the gym when, uh, you know, she should be training and normally she's in her like, you know, Leo, like everybody else, she's wearing like these different workout clothes and, and a sweatshirt all the time. Uh, she was in a Leo last. Well, she was in a Leo uh, when she did her um, uh, uh, routine this week. She landed flat on her stomach when she, they lost against the uh, Iowa club this week. I think uh, a tight shot of her face hitting the ground. Well, all right. I, I I I still don't believe that to be the case. I think that they shot these episodes long ago before she was showing and being pregnant. But you may be right. I might be a fool. We'll see. We shall see. But uh, yeah, and what else? Uh, um, Damon, Madison Square Garden, plays the pizza shack, still gets nervous. Oh, come on. You've um, got to talk about Lauren in her schoolgirl outfit and her bra and panties. Uh, I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about that? <laughs> are we not allowed to talk about that? Who makes oh, the rules anyway? Man, unbelievably hot. Unbelievably hot. 
Yeah, for those of you who didn't see the episode, which I can't imagine why you couldn't see the episode, there's this new guy, Max, whose hobby is taking photographs, and they were supposed to take pictures of all the rock girls to use as headshots in the front of the gym, gym there for the big meet they were having later on in the week. So uh, Lauren, who's the kind of devilish girl, invited this photographer guy over to her home to take her headshots, and she was wearing, what would you, how would you describe it, Rob? Uh, like... A uh, schoolgirl outfit, like slutty schoolgirl, slutty schoolgirl outfit. Ugh. Yeah, and then she said, it "Better." It got even better after that, though. Yeah, well, because she left and came back in wearing nothing but her her underwear. She looked like a Victoria's Secret ad. Yeah, yeah, she's beautiful. You're a beautiful woman, Cassie. All right, well, that was uh, concise. Why don't we <laughs> dip into our <laughs> mail sack? Rob? Ooh. Do you have any mail this week that we want to get to? I think we do. We had a uh, a longtime listener write into us, and very excited. I'll read it, read it to you. It says, "Hi, this is Trish, longtime listener and uh, first time caller. My question is, in your opinion, what is the worst movie accent? My pick is Rob Morrow and Quilly Show for his ridiculous attempt at a Boston accent. I love imitating him say Charlie." What's your pick for the worst? And oh. I guess she'll take this off off air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank thank you Trish for your email call. Uh, so let, let me make sure I understand this correctly. She's she wants us to to pinpoint the person who does the worst accent in a movie and she's got Rob Morrow. In, in our opinion, Fisher. yes. In our opinion, her vote was for Rob Morrow in uh, was it Quiz Show? Quiz Show. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that is a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to throw it, make it hard on you, Jason. I'm going to, you know how in like, uh, you play like a liar's dice or something like that. You call off the, uh, you know, the, um, what's the, the thing when it's a wild, when you call off the wild card, you know what I mean? Yes. Ah! What is my problem today? Where do I begin? <laughs> I'm basically going to take this Keanu Reeves doing uh, his French courtesan accent in Dangerous Liaisons. So that is off the table. You cannot pick that one. Okay, okay, fair enough. I have one then. Do you have one? Because I've got one. I have, I have a couple, but yes, go ahead. I'm going to say Michael Caine in Cider House Rules. I'm Michael Caine. You may call me Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine has such a distinctive voice and such a distinctive accent that anytime he does an American accent, it, it, uh-huh. it you, 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 he can't hide his, his British accent. He just sounds wrong. So I'm going to say that. Do you, did you see Michael Caine in Cider House Rules? I did not. But I, you, the funny thing is, is my mind immediately went when I read this uh, listener question, immediately went to Michael Caine for some reason. But then I couldn't think of... Like, well, he usually just plays like some sort of scouse fellow anyway. You know what I mean? But yeah, it, that was interesting. You picked Michael Caine because that was the first person that popped into my head yeah, was Michael Caine. Perfect. Yeah. Michael Caine or anytime Anthony Hopkins does an American accent. I think he did one in um, uh, some movie that I can't think of the name where he was supposed to be uh-huh. black. He was a black guy yes. in some movie. I forget what that movie was. Did you see that one with Nicole Kidman? <laughs> He's supposed to be a black guy. So. Nicole Kidman's in it. There's some beautiful, beautiful woman who's in his flashback. Are you saying Anthony Hopkins was supposed to be a black guy? Yes. Wow. Was it animated? <laughs> no, no. It was a live action movie. I can't think of the name of it. 
What do they said at gmail.com? Let us know what that one is. Right, right, right in with that one. I got to know what that is. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he has yeah, an affair would, with Nicole that Kidman. That gets my vote. <laughs> in it, yeah. I forget what the name is. Oh, that doesn't matter. So, uh, I, you I, know what? As a rule, I don't see movies with Nicole Kidman in it. I, I just can't stand her. Oh, interesting. I don't dislike Nicole yeah. Kidman. Uh, I, I find her disingenuine. Okay, then. Do you have a, 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 a an answer to listener Trish as what you think is a I do. bad I have, movie? I have a couple. I have a, I have a couple, of course. Okay, uh, it's a trifecta. Well, my first one, and probably one of my favorite accents of any accent, and, and it's hard to narrow it down to just one with this guy, but it's Al Pacino in Carlito's Way. <laughs> okay, yeah. Where I think it's a version of Puerto Rican filtered through Cuban. And a whole lot of uh, scenery chewing. But right. when he's just like, you're in the big time now, Def. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I never heard anybody speak like that other than Al Pacino. So it's a special Al Pacino accent. The other one for me is Dean Martin in Rio Bravo. Wow. Going way back. Yeah, because the funny thing is, is like, you know, John Wayne's doing John Wayne, mm. right? And you have a Ricky Nelson who's like, you know, acting and, and kind of, you know, being just that young, you know, kid, you know, so he's not, not out of the realm. And then Dean Martin kind of like, because he plays kind of a, 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 a formerly like hotshot gunslinger who's kind of a drunk now. So he's doing Dean Martin in that kind of only, he's just doing Dean Martin basically. And it seems totally incongruous with like a Western setting in the, you know, 1800s. Right. Interesting. Good. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. And then my, my vote for female is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow in Country Song Strong. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I like Gwyneth Paltrow, I, but I didn't see Country Strong. I, I'm just not buying her as a, uh, as a country singer or a person of country. Or strong. Or, well, that's strong, maybe. She's got some, you know, she's got, she's very nicely toned. But yeah, I just, I, the few previews I've seen for that movie where, she, where she's talking in a country accent, I just don't buy it. She's as waspy as the day is long. <laughs> okay, then. Duly noted. There you go. All right, good question, listener. God! I'm going to put on some more thoughts about that. It, it, it actually, that actually sort of ties into, uh, I have some snark for the snark tank this week. Wow. Good for you, man, because I, I just feel like I this whole show for me has been snark. Yeah, you're a bitter, bitter man, Rob. <laughs> Turn Bitterman into a better man. <laughs> That's that log on your shoulder I mentioned earlier. So uh, here's my snark. Um, do you remember back in high school that we would play this game, you and our group of friends, where we would turn out all the lights in a room and one person would play a song that they wanted everyone else to hear and we'd all yeah. sit and listen to the song together and then the next person would get up and play a song, turn out all the lights, do it again, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we called it The Game. <laughs> we called it The Game. <laughs> God, much like this show, very crafty titles for our uh, segment. Yeah, so I, when I left our uh, the fair city of San Francisco and came down to Los Angeles to go to college, I tried to bring the game with me, and nobody. Mm. It turns out nobody wants to play that game. <laughs> that's that's spectacularly really? unique to our group of of, of people. Um, God, I could not that says get something. Yeah, I couldn't get anybody to do it. But what I did is I I kind of morphed it into a a a, a 
video game then by that i don't mean a, a game that you put quarters in and shoot aliens i mean that mm-hmm. instead of picking great songs to sit and listen to people would come over to my house and i would have this whole uh, collection of laser discs and we would pick great scenes from movies and oh, one person would show a scene from a movie yeah and we just watch the car chase from french connection and then the next person gets up and we watch this scene or that scene and we called it i called gotcha. it great movie moments right okay that makes sense you just shifted the focus for people that are more interested in like film and, and, and acting and stuff right yeah exactly so uh i that fell off because again not very many people like to play that but i have a i have a friend now who's a movie buff like i do and i told him about this game and he and i uh, once every several months get together and we just the two of us play movie scenes mm-hmm. back and forth to one another uh, and thought maybe bad movie accents would be a good <laughs> good uh, a good theme to play because we try to have themes we're doing villains the next time we're going to do great bad guy ah. scenes in movies next time so anyway nice. um one of the one of the things that i know about myself and i think you can probably attest to this rob uh is mm-hmm. that i have a pretty good memory I remember oh my things. god yeah. Amazing memory. Right. To so be, uh, and, studied. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I want to be studied. But I was actually discussing this with a friend of mine the other day. And part of what makes my memory so acute is that I actually have a great sense memory in that. Mm-hmm. And you know what a sense memory is. You smell something and suddenly you're instantly transported back to the time you first smelled that smell. You know, uh, yes. the smell of a hot dog on the street and you're, you've got something or you know, the taste yes. of Baskin-Robbins ice cream. You know, I, 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 every time I have Baskin-Robbins, I think of the time I was at Baskin-Robbins with the pretty girl in high school, and she worked at Baskin-Robbins, and I went with her, and she scooped ice cream, and I was standing behind her, and then we went home and made out in her driveway. Ooh. Right. Like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or I think of Kirkhoff Coffee House in college, where I would get Baskin-Robbins ice cream. Okay. But in any event, I remember things really well. And I got a text from this friend of mine the other day. And he said, Mm -hmm. it it just said, do you have my copy of The Girl Next Door? I remember using it the last time we played the movie game. And uh, I can't find it. So I text back, no, I don't have it. I've never even seen that movie, you know. Then he texts back, are you sure? Can you look? Because I remember you saying you wanted to borrow it. (laughs) And I was I was furious. <laughs> so I was like, wow. what do you mean? What do you mean, can I look? First of all, I moved in between the last time you and I played this game. So I've packed up all my DVDs and put them on a yeah. shelf. You know, I've reorganized all of them. I've eliminated a bunch of stuff. Not only that, I think I would remember if I borrowed this movie from you, or I would remember that I saw the movie, or that I would see it sitting yep. on my shelf all the time. You know, I, I, okay, fine. So I text back. I'll take a look, but I think I might remember that I, yeah. I did this. Get another text back. Yeah, because last time I saw it was at your your place. Oh, please. Come on. Come on. And then I, of course, get a text 10 minutes later. It says, oh, never mind. You know, Joe has it. <sighs> so I don't know how universally is, snarky is that he is. Sure? <laughs> Maybe it's just something that pisses yeah, me off. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. I'm I'm constantly forever being challenged, you know, and... It for me, it always comes in the form of music. Um, you know, I'm very, very uh, into music. You know, and I, I try to learn as much about the different bands or genres as I can, and I'm, in, I'm intimately involved in music. And I always get people that are kind of like very casual with their music, 
always questioning stuff that I say. And these are people I know that are to be total idiots and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> right. And so I have to kind of like, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I, I think you might be wrong on that. You know, I'll check. Like I have to kind of verify what I already fucking know to be truth. Yeah. Just to make it easy for them, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, I know you're totally wrong, dude. You're totally wrong. And I'm like, I'm not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. You know, okay. And, you know, I'm never wrong. I'm rarely wrong. I should say never wrong, but I'm rarely wrong. Yes. You know, you know so what is that? I mean, there, I, there's I, something about that. It's not just that, you know, you know music and that I know movies or I have a good memory. There's something about I, I like that you use the word challenge because I'm trying to pinpoint just what this is about that infuriates me about it. It's not I mean, I guess it's about being right, but it's also about having trust and being heard and, you know, having, yeah. you know, just being a, an actual human being like this is a, I mean, this is a good friend of mine, somebody I've known for a really long time. And it's it's like it just came as a surprise to me that's, you know, uh, it would be like my friend John. My friend John is a is a, a spectacular uh, uh, carpenter and and he, mm -hmm. he's just he just knows his shit. Right. And it would be as if I yeah. told him, you know, I, I said to him. Hey, you know, uh, 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 you should really use a Phillips head screwdriver, not a standard screwdriver there, you know? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, no, you, I, yeah, <laughs> you know? I I get you. I'm glad, actually, we're having this conversation. This is the most plugged in I've felt all, all show long, Jason. <laughs> Thank God you showed up. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been here the whole time, and I had a really Be late night, so, yeah, I got, you know, come on. Show must go on. But, what is it though? What is what's but, plugged uh, you in? Well, because it's it's it is it's, it is a challenge, and it is it kind of a, you know, it, it, you wonder just how you're viewed by these friends. You know, like I would imagine amongst most of my friends that I'm um, a, a music authority or somebody that they know is very much you know still looking for new stuff and still, you know, out there seeing shows and participating very much in music, right? Right. And I still get people telling me like things like, you know, like, oh, yeah, um, blah, blah, blah. You ever hear of this band? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I talked about them, um, you know, recently on my, one of my shows and I, I wrote a review on the blog about them and – you know they're 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 really good. You know I was trying to trying to tell people to, to go check them out, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should go. You should go. A friend of mine just played them for me. Yeah, they're really good. You should check them out. Yeah. And I my blood just boils because like I've been fucking checking them out, man. <laughs> like your friend just told them about you, and if you would read the blog a year ago, I would have been told you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that infuriates me the way like I, something that. I, People who come up to me with something that I've been aware of for years and years and years, who are suddenly like the biggest advocate for them. Yes. And I'll be and then they, they just don't believe you. It's like like they like their discovery of them is more important than my uh my knowledge and experience with them for so long you know like someone coming up and saying oh my yeah. god you yeah i you know what you know what band you need to check out you got to check out this song that i just discovered it's called cork on the ocean or till i die that's what it's called it's called till i die it's by the beach boys it's amazing it's like what uh -huh. you're you're into the beach boys <laughs> yeah uh -huh. oh i mean it just and, uh, the other thing is i've been doing the music show for quite some time I know. Uh, podcast yes. and 
you know, we get a lot of we get a lot of listeners on that show, and they're from all over the place. Um, and the, the the people that I just kind of think are listening to it, other friends of mine that are involved in music, you know, longtime friends and stuff like that, they're they're invariably the ones that aren't listening to it for whatever reason. You know, they hate me, or they're very busy, and I understand all that stuff. Or both. But those are what's that? Or both. Or both. Yes, those are the ones that are always coming up to me. You know, saying like, hmm, hey, you know, you should check out this band. And I'm like, the band I just interviewed? The band I told you I just interviewed? Now you're going to be the guy turning me on to that stuff? No. I have to draw a line in the sand. You know what I mean? You're not exposing me to anything. I'm exposing you. How's that? Yeah, that happens to me a lot. I'll be, there's a, there's a particular group of friends that I hang out with where one of the people in the group is always talking the loudest and talking the proudest about something that they've just discovered. Mm. And I'm always like, yeah, I always try to, to chime into the conversation and add and say, oh yeah, you know, I saw that movie when it came out or I saw a sneak preview three weeks ago and this is my opinion or my feeling on it. And I'm always interrupted. Yeah, yeah, no, my experience, me, my experience, me, 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 me. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks because, like, when you you actually have become an authority on something, and yet you realize you have n n you're no authority whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, well, but that's uh, that's the great struggle in life, isn't it? To yeah, I, I I smell what you're cooking, though, man. I get that. Um, it's frustrating. That's why I just tend to I don't tell people about anything anymore, other than total strangers. Good for you. They're the only ones I can count. Yeah, and I'm always going to Baskin Robbins just to relive. <laughs> You know, here's just to finish it up really quick. This is what really kills me. I'll, somebody will ask me, so will you go see any music lately? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Um, we saw this show or that show. I'm going to go see Jamaica next week, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they they immediately say, oh, I should go see more live music. I'm like, well, you should go see some – go check out some of these shows. They're going to be really good. You know, you, you and Hallie always go see live music. We should, I should really go out and see more. Well, these are some good opportunities right out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'm going to go see some song. I'm like, that's great. You should go see that. Yeah, but I don't know. Do you think I need to get tickets? <laughs> I'm like, whatever, man. You're not going to see it. Don't, let's just not talk. Don't waste my time talking to me about what you're going to do because it ain't going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I know. I hear. I get that all, all the time with movies because I can go see movies. I'm on the SAG nominating, SAG Awards nominating committee. I think that's like, great. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, they they sent a letter out, and usually the awards seasons don't kick off till November, so I'll be getting a lot of uh, DVDs and screenings come uh, Oscar season. Nice. But they said in the in – the, um, in the notice that I got that they might be doing a lot of it during the summer too, because it's summer now has been releasing Oscar contender categories. So, mm. you know, and I'm always like, Hey, uh, here's this, this blockbuster movie. I can, we can go see for free at a private screening with a Q and a with the cast and crew afterwards. I, I, for love or money, I can't be, get people to come with me. And then again, yeah. you know, three we three months later, I will hear, "Oh my God, I saw the most amazing movie." Y you did? You mean yeah. the one that I yep. told you about? And it's like they don't even yep. they don't even know they don't even acknowledge or or care that I saw it months ago. And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Anyway, me, 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 me. Why isn't it about yep. me, 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 Rob? Oh. I want it to be about me, me, me. I get you, man. I wish it was about you, you, you. 
and me, me, me. Instead, it's about them, them, them. <laughs> but this show is about you, listeners. That's right. As always, we love to hear from you, you, you. What do they say to gmail.com? Find us at Facebook. Call us at Rob's sultry phone number. Or, yes. yeah, yeah, which you're, I can five. see you're, you've moved on. Yeah, what do you got coming up for you this weekend, Rob? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, actually. Here, here, there's a, uh, Mr. Barrasco is coming up into town. Uh, he's driving up today. And so the plan was we were going to have like a kind of little hangout in Oakland uh, with our friend Listener Al and um, do a little sleepover. Then my wife, who's always smarter than I am, and I love that about her, mm-hmm. she's like – because I was going to bring an arrow bed over because Al's got like a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. And there's nowhere to sleep. He has a couch, you know, and Dave was going to be on there. And Dave snores for uh, – I say Dave. Mr. Barrasco snores. Right. And uh, Dave Barrasco. And so – Allie's like, you're going to bring, and he's coming to five, so he's going straight there. And she's like, you're going to bring the, you know, 30-pound arrow bed on BART with you. You're going to walk it all the way down from our place in North Beach to the BART station and then take it across the BART and then bring it back the next day. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to go over there tonight and then catch the BART back home. I don't need to be sleeping over at people's houses. It's stupid. I'm not 14. No, you're not 14. Are no, you? and then uh, yeah, then go see some music. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I heard you're gonna go see Jamiroquai this weekend. Isn't that what you said? No, Jamaica. They're oh. they're from France. They're very good. I'm gonna interview them, uh, and I'm looking forward to it because you know they're, they're not a lot of people know who they are. And I'll be the first first there to uh, get to it. Hopefully, talk talk to them and package it up for the uh, for the new show. Yeah, there you go. Well, I can't wait to uh, discover them myself in a year or two and tell you how great they are. Uh, yes, please do, Jace. Please remind me in a couple of years ago how great Jamaica is and how you just discovered them. Okay, can do. Well, I have a yeah, guest in town this weekend. What are you up to this, this week? weekend? Yeah, well, I was just about to say. I have a guest right. in town this weekend. A friend of mine came down from San Francisco, not staying at my place, but staying at a hotel. But um, okay, going to go see... Uh, Molly Bryant, friend of the show, Molly Bryant, has a gig nice. tonight at the uh, your favorite awesome. place, the Hotel Cafe. Uh, mm. So we will go see that. And then it's a good I have. Gig. Yeah, good gig. Good for her. Um, and then uh, I have my workshop this weekend, uh, Friday night and Saturday. Awesome. And then, of course, the resurrection celebration of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ happens on Sunday. Oh, that's right. You know, we're, we're celebrating by going to see. This is kind of funny. We're going uh, to see a matinee of uh, Jean-Paul Sartre's No No Exit at the ACT up here. On Sunday. <laughs> that is highly appropriate for Easter Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> but we are going to eat a ham afterwards. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put my napkin yes. on my head. What? What does that mean? Uh, Hallie got me an Easter basket. I'm very excited for that. She always comes correct on Easter and gets makes me a nice Easter basket, complete with the grass and the whole nine. You want to hear something kind of ridiculous before we sign off? Yes. You know how uh, you can get Easter candy the day after for half off? You know? Yes. Yes. I remember it was my you know it was my birthday last week, and I got some gift cards for my birthday. And I had this uh-huh. ridiculous thought that I shouldn't spend my bit gift cards on my birthday; that I should go the day after because then everything will be on sale. <laughs> that is good. That is funny. Anyway. <laughs> All right, enough. Did it work out? No, it didn't work out. But I got myself a couple of DVDs backpack. Oh, Blu-rays. Hey, after they listen to this podcast, your birthday is going to be akin to a national holiday. That's right. 
That's right. All right. Well, listen, listeners, uh, thanks for bearing with me. Thanks, bro. On this show. Yeah, I bear with you. Thank you. All right. Well, enough. We will talk uh, next week. <laughs>